0: Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious.
1: You can join us in broadening our minds on the Nameless Debate's Discord via the link below and even feature here yourself, if you've got what it takes.
2: Okay. What if we have a three-sided coin? So, I have a (laughs) two-sided coin. So, the other side won. So, that means uh, NSYNC's side goes first. So you have one minute to put forth, forth your argument.
1: One minute. So should I go first or did one of the other people want to? Uh,
2: so uh, sync height will, which one of you wants to go first? We're just going improv- to improv.
3: Your minute begins you, as soon as you make the first like statement in favor of a particular position, just saying no.
2: Okay, you okay. can have like two minutes to decide. Who wants to go wants
4: first? first. Lil, did you sign up for this? Are you prepared for this, or are you just like coming in because no one else showed up for it? Like sync and I.
5: No, uh, no I, I I, I, I got some sources.
4: You should probably start then, I would imagine, and then. Okay, NSYNC, okay,
2: you okay. Go Alex, please remain muted until it's your team's turn to talk. Thank you. Well,
6: I, okay. I could begin. I. I uh, have a little Alex, idea.
2: Okay, go ahead. Just say when you're starting, and uh, the timer will start.
3: Whenever you're ready, will. Yep,
6: yeah, yep. Yeah, two seconds. I'm making everything. You know, I have. I had so much time to prepare that. Uh... Okay. Um, I do not believe even that. Even that is kind of a rough start. Uh, that climate change is the biggest threat because if if it is, then we would have to put too much resources on climate change and not fix everything that could be as much of a problem as climate change. Um, it's not that climate change is the biggest threat. It's more that if we say it's the biggest threat, then it could be lead to other things being even bigger problems than climate change. Yeah. Is that it? Anybody else
1: want to jump in? Um, Sorry, hi. OK.
4: I think the other side gets a bit like it's going person to person to person, not team to team. Is that right, Ava?
2: No, if you have time left on the one minute timer, you can jump in. Like someone from your team can jump
4: in. I think you can go next if you'd like.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'll just quickly say, um, there are a few things that we could do, uh, to deal with the problem of climate change. Like for instance, it's, uh, plausible. I don't know how, how likely it is, um, that we could planet jump sometime soon. And like, there are other ways, like for instance, living underground and crap like that, that people have done in the past to deal with harsh climates. So it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like there's no ways that we could come up with. I mean, humans are pretty, pretty, uh, inventive creatures. No, I mean look, I mean it, it might sound ridiculous to plan a job, but it isn't really that That's far off technologically. That's your minute and second. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, I go ahead. I go I
7: yeah. Um no, so I think that uh, yep. Yeah. What whenever you're ready, bud. Okay, Just going um, out. Okay,
2: yeah. Yeah. I okay. think so, that um I think that climate change is bad because if the if for example if uh, if um if um, if the world uh, is getting warmer with four degrees, ninety ninety pl- percent of the planet would be inhabitable, not ninety eighty percent of the planet, something like this, and we will all move to Russia, and we will need to rel- relocate billions of people. Plus, most of the planet would be inhospitable, you know, and that is not good. Plus, we need to protect the species which we we share the planet with. And I think that the good thing to solve climate change is basically to colonize other planets and use their resources and keep Earth green.
5: Okay. Uh, Is there any time left? You got about 10 seconds if anyone wants to add on to that. I don't know if I got 10 seconds. (laughs)
2: That's fine. Uh, I just
5: wanna can... say uh, Will's argument doesn't seem like a good argument since he says that the that climate change can the the solution to climate change can can be very tricky
1: and that that's, that's... that's... fuck. <laughs> 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 I mean, technically, I think you should be able to finish your statement if you're, if you're like yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Just uh, go ahead I just and I just wanna uh, I just
5: want to say that uh, if the if the way we solve the problem is is also bad, that them that also demonstrate that climate change is a big problem.
2: Okay, are you done? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay so, okay. so rebuttal time.
4: All right, I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that I believe that climate change is real is an, is a huge threat to many humans. I don't believe that in the next 100 years it represents the greatest uh, threat to human existence, which would be the annihilation of, which would represent the annihilation of all humans. I believe that nuclear fallout uh, from like geopolitical wars and just human greed in general would it would be far more deleterious. Number one, climate change is something that's going to be slow acting. We're going to have plenty of time to recognize the deleterious results and do the sort of defense mechanisms that NSIC prescribed, which is we could look underground, we could look to, you know, go to a different planet. Uh, it'll, it'll be something that we see coming. When we had the Cold War, we came precariously close to, uh, you know, the pretty much all civilization ending uh, and mutually assured destruction, certain attaining because of an error in the diagnostic systems and uh, thinking that nukes were being launched in America. If it weren't for the conscience of one pilot, right now, the world that we were living in would be vastly different. This was when there were only two global superpowers with nukes uh, when over the next 100 years, we're finding that you know global tensions are rising, the nuclear uh, armaments of different countries are increasing, which represents an increasing threat. So we really need to. To address that, uh, I mean, we definitely need to address t- climate change too. But looking at the relative threat of both of these uh, different uh, threats, I-, I would argue that the the nuclear uh, destruction of the countries a- a- and the human ex- uh, societies represents the greater existential threat to human existence.
1: How much time do I have left?
4: That went on for about a minute and a half.
1: So, uh, you know, how much is in? The the time? in the the business, I guess.
3: Okay, how much is so in
1: the time relevant to the discussion of this particular no, no. topic. No, no, no. How much time do you get for a rebuttal? Is it just a minute as well? It's
3: supposed to be yeah. a minute. Each side hops back and forth.
1: OK. Yeah. Um,
2: so just a quick announcement. So Alex left the chat. So Kite wants to join um, <laughs> Nano's side of the argument. So I'm just letting you know, and everybody who's on Nano's team, that Kite wants to join your team.
1: Player has left.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Alex has disconnected from the chat. Okay, so once height is done, now someone from Nano's team, if you want to make a point, just let us
7: know, and you can go ahead. Okay. Um, so I think I'll make my point now. Um, so I obviously am the side that it is the biggest threat, and I think that the argument that nuclear fallout is not is a worse threat is not like super accurate because, for one, if we just do nothing and we just continue going on the path we are going on currently there is no nuclear fallout but climate change is getting worse secondly you made a point about we could just move underground or something if sea levels rise like we can't really do that um, because the amount of available land and the amount of land for growing crops and stuff will be significantly reduced and in terms of things like global tensions increasing over time once the available land mass and like mass like refugee crisis of people losing their homes gets worse I think that's gonna cause the global tensions to accelerate even faster making not only making climate change more of a threat but also increasing the severity of all of the other threats
2: okay that was um, out of at a minute okay so I'm gonna do something I'm gonna give every site two minutes so
1: yeah that, seems yeah a
2: yeah. yeah, that's fine. Exactly. So every every side has two minutes. So Nano's team, if anyone wants to join in, you have another minute left to speak.
1: Yeah, of, did yeah, you? No, no, they only get thirty seconds now because we only got a minute thirty. And then it'll be two minutes.
2: Okay. Okay. No, wait
1: a second. Um,
3: height is on your side, insane. Yeah, exactly. when he took a minute and a half.
1: Yes. So I said they, can, they should get it and a
2: half they can, No one told okay. me to shut up. <laughs> OK, so does does anyone from Nano's team have a point? Kite, Lobo, anything to add?
3: I'm not on their side, but I can make one.
8: Wait, Kite wants to say something. <laughs> is this the part where I say what I think about whether climate change is the greatest threat to human existence? Yes. OK in agreement with
2: the proposition but you have 30 seconds so okay wait 30
8: seconds
1: yep.
8: yeah. <laughs> um, i oh. think that climate change is the greatest threat to humanity since, since the next 100 years okay you
2: don't have to use you don't have to use your leftover time you can just pass it on to um that, like, you can just, like, you know, just discard it and we can move on to the next team.
1: Um, yeah, I'm ready if that's uh, cool.
2: Yeah. Is it okay, Astra, if Instinct speaks?
1: Sure. Yep. Okay. So, um, just to address what Nano said, he said that um, I don't know. It sounded like he kind of underestimated the the way that the threat works. Like the whole point of what Hyde said is we have a lot of like time to deal with climate change before the effects become critically dangerous to us, basically, right? Whereas thermonuclear warfare, it's immediate. There is no time. You're not. There's no. There's no gap where you can say okay this is what we're going to do about it no the bombs drop oh. and like that like ruins the atmosphere and like you know there's a nuclear winter I mean, what are you going to do about that? It seems like a much, much more prominent threat to the existence of human survival. Also, I mean, the point that you made about there not being enough room for us all to move underwater, I don't care. Well, like, my half of the proposition works, even if 75% of the human race dies, because it's about the existence of the human race, not about the existence of the whole population. Um, So the other point I wanted to make was, I think uh, what Hyde said about uh, thermonuclear warfare being a bigger imminent threat, that's true, but I can think of an even bigger one, which is AI, right? AI is something that's been advancing a lot in the last couple of years, robotics are um, very well advanced, and I think in the next hundred years, it's obvious that we're going to get some leaps in this kind of technology that could represent a significant threat to the existence of humans that far surpasses any kind of incremental damage from climate change.
2: Okay. Hi um sorry. how how long was that Astra? 1 minute 35.
4: Okay. Anyone want yeah. to add on? Yeah, I'm so there. for 25 seconds. Uh nano you said if we keep on doing nothing the climate change will in you know accelerate we if we do nothing about the you know the global tensions then the risk of thermonuclear disaster will also uh accelerate your point about under uh, we'll all be underwater well only the coast will actually be underwater. under most models for climate change the rest of us will be enduring some sort of climate catastrophes but we won't be underwater
7: that's two minutes well the sorry i just realized that i have to wait
1: uh, so it's another oh, rebuttal? I think you can just jump in, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I was that I I uh, the top. entire
7: surface will be underwater. I was saying that the surface, due to the other adverse effects, will become mostly uninhabitable, and your solution of moving underground is not a solution, because then you're getting even closer to the rising sea level. So unless you're already on the top of, like, a big-ass hill when you move underground, it's not going to work.
3: That was 27 seconds, actually it was 17 seconds.
2: Kai, do you want to go? You have like more than 90 seconds to talk.
8: Yes. Okay, go. I think that climate change is the greatest threat to humanity in the next 100 years, but primarily because I'm concerned that the long-term consequences of climate change could creep up on us with little or no warning, with animal species or plant species vanishing forever movement of water and glacial masses and shifting of carbon levels in the atmosphere, and other factors I don't have time to mention, we may not be afforded a comfortable amount of time to react. On the plus side, um, if worse comes to worst, we have geoengineered the planet before. It took a few hundred years the last time, but it may not take that much time if we do it on purpose this time. We just shouldn't rely on doing changing our planet's atmosphere on purpose if we
7: don't have to
3: if anyone else wants to make a statement you've got about 50 seconds
7: um i guess the other thing that i wanted to point out was that it's it's not with the issues of climate change it's not a matter of like if it will happen because it's already occurring it's more how how far will it get before we have put like systems in place to try and mitigate the effect, or slow down the accelerating, like, like we're not, we're doing the opposite of what we should be doing, basically. And so, like, yes, AI could destroy us, and thermonuclear war could destroy us. And if it, if it does occur, the effects will be extremely severe. But with with climate change, it's not a maybe; it is occurring. <laughs>
1: Okay, I mean, in response to that, like wars have been occurring for all of human history. I mean, if we want to talk about which one of those things is more likely to happen, more likely to cause like some kind of, uh, I don't know, I we might not say mass extinction event, but mass human death, right? I think wars have been historically a more a more common uh, uh, perpetrator of that kind of thing. So to address what Kite said about I think she made a really good, uh, really good point about. I'm um, like, if I mean, so like the 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 idea of uh, plants and animals just disappearing forever, right? That is actually that's you know something that we can already observe and we haven't really done anything about it, so I. Totally agree with that, but I mean, I I just basically think that once that starts happening and once it starts really affecting the ecosystem, even if we can't stop that, we'll probably just invent other ways to like like a, uh, what would you call it? an artificial ecosystem um, to to create food and plants and stuff. Like uh, it seems likely to me that the ingenuity of humans would triumph over something that we can see coming. It's the it's the imminent disasters that we couldn't do anything against, like a meteor or like AI. Because the thing about AI is that it can build itself up so it can make leaps much quicker than we could ever put any constraints in place to stop it. Right? We couldn't invent something to defeat AI. Like that doesn't even make sense. Um, and I, yeah, I just think that we have more control over the factors that would be harming us in the instance of climate change versus something like thermonuclear war, which happens immediately. And dude, you can do nothing. You can do nothing, right? And AI where again, I say you can do nothing like what, what really, you know, we could talk about iRobot, the three laws of robotics, but come on, bro. Any like coherent conception of an AI would be able to do something about it.
3: That is two minutes. minutes.
2: Okay, uh, so Nano's team.
5: Why do you think that thermonuclear war is inevitable?
3: I don't really think it's appropriate to ask questions to the other team while another team is supposed to be giving a
2: reply. No, I mean, he's on Nano's team, so you can ask the question and they can address it when it's their turn to speak, right? is that all you wanted to say logo
5: yeah i wanna i i I also wanna say even if ai could uh, can become a a threat we still control ai so uh, we 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 don't have any proof that it will it it will lose the the we will lose that control
7: yeah i think that like we we have had like especially in popular culture like it is a very well-known theme that like there is a rogue ai that takes over and then like either destroys humans or enslaves them or something like that and so i think at least within the next hundred years or so people are going to be hesitant how much power and how much like essentially what capabilities they are letting ai do like it it was, it was most likely even even if we come up with general ai we won't likely uh, or at least this is like this is kind of conjecture but i don't think that we will hand over supreme power or any any amount of power that would l- let it get out of control at least within the next hundred years. Maybe, maybe if it goes well over the next hundred years, we will trust AI more and slowly give it more and more power. But within the next hundred years, I don't think that AI is going to take over.
2: Uh, how much time is left, Astro? Uh,
3: Nano's team has about forty-five seconds.
1: Forty-five seconds. I think. Game, I think, yeah. I think games wants to speak on that side. On
2: that yeah, on the side of uh nano. Okay, games, um you can speak if you want, but you have like forty-five seconds.
0: Um I just wanted to mention the halting problem. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it. Um so in like in AI, when you design an AI, there's this technique called like reinforcement learning where you designate the goal for the AI and then the AI sort of comes up with the patterns to get to the goal. So say now you had an ai where you put a red button on its chest and the goal was for you to not press that button and deactivate the ai then the ai would learn patterns to prevent you from pressing a button at all times um so like one sort of example of that would be it would learn to lie to you so that it could not be deactivated do you understand
7: yeah but the that implies that you've set the goal for the AI to be self-preservant.
0: Well, no, let's say now we set the goal for the AI to make a cup of tea, and there is a baby in the way of the AI and making a cup of tea. The, the AI will not care about the baby at all being in the way of it making a cup of tea and will then hurt the baby. If you go to press the button to turn off the AI, it will stop you from pressing that button because you are stopping it from goal.
2: Okay, um, can we debate this after this topic is over?
7: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, so um, height, in sync, will, any rebuttals?
4: All right, so yeah, uh, one thing that was said before uh you know i i said that nano was talking about you know the we'll be underwater so we won't be able to go underground i uh rebutted and said you know just the coast will be underwater he said that the as i understand him correctly that the rest of you know central land masses uh will be uninhabitable unless you're on a very tall peak or something like that then uh you won't be able to to do very well uh although i would argue instead that number one you know you we were advocating that you could go underground in these instances and especially given the amount of time and human ingenuity and innovation and technology when we can foresee this threat uh, there will surely be uh, bunkers capable of being established in cent, uh, you know central land masses and secondly the the admission that yeah high places do exist and we will be able to relocate to those. Yes, m- many people will die, but again, we're talking about the existential threat to humanity. Uh, so I-, I wanted to go to that. I also want to talk about heat, uh, nanobreeze, the issue of the refugee crisis will cause global tensions to accelerate and s- therefore will also exacerbate the risk of nuclear war. Uh, so w- that might be thought of as a primary cause. Uh, even if we do end up in nuclear annihilation. Well, then I could posit, okay, what about uh, what's leading to man-made climate change and accelerationism right now and uh, nuclear war, and perhaps even the threat of AI? Something like pro- positing that human greed or uh, or basic human nature would then be the greatest existential threat to humanity because we're the ones that are po- uh, polluting the atmosphere. We're the ones who are chopping down the rainforest so that we can uh, live these lives of luxury in the first world uh, developed nations, uh, and ultimately dooming our planet. Uh, uh, and these are also the same drives and motivations that are leading to geopolitical conflict that are escalating these wars and these tensions. Uh, the, the last thing, uh, I want to respond to is, uh, Lobo said, why is nuclear war inevitable? And I just wanted to reiterate what NSYNC pointed out, war is inevitable. That true. Um, okay. I'll do that later. Thanks.
2: Okay. Um, so we have about, I want to say, a little less than 15 minutes before uh, this topic would have to be wrapped up. Um, so from the other side, do I have anyone making a rebuttal?
7: I'm trying to collect my thoughts. Um,
3: if anyone no else wants to, I can defend it.
7: Yeah, go ahead while I think about how I respond. All right. Oneself.
2: I'll time you. Yeah. Okay, you can That's play. all right. I
3: got a I got my timer up. Okay okay so I don't believe that nuclear warfare would be anywhere near as severe an existential threat to the to the existence of humanity as say man-made climate change would be because of a few different things one of them would be the consciousness would be the conscious conscience of humans on earth we have seen many many times where a slight mistake in geopolitical tensions could have led to uh, nuclear annihilation we have seen many instances where people who were the position where use of nuclear uh, arms could have been done, um, one of them being in 1963 in the uh, Gulf of Mexico, where a Russian submarine almost sent a nuclear torpedo towards uh, the United States military base in Havana, and various others involving war games, such as the 1984, I believe they were, war games in the uh, Southern Arctic's uh, ocean, where Russia believed that the United States was about to launch a an attack against Russia, but the. Uh, Caution of humanity eventually led to a complete stand down and we avoided the subject I don't believe that humanity would be anywhere near uh, more likely to annihilate themselves through nuclear warfare because of the inherent risks involved and I don't believe that any country on the face of the planet actually believes that no humanity is better than uh, Humanity in its current form regardless of the tensions that are being created Um, So uh, Nanoside has about
2: (laughs) 35 more seconds
3: Well, I can also mention So there have been many models over the past few decades about uh, mapping thermonuclear fallout or nuclear fallout rather as a result of nuclear war. The most recent models that we have suggest that the overwhelming majority of nuclear fallout would be isolated to the doldrums, an area around the equator, which would result in the overwhelming majority of the landmass on earth not being contaminated by nuclear fallout. Meaning that nuclear warfare would not be a significant uh, detriment to the overall existence of humanity. I do not believe that AI would be either because of various innovations Are being made in the field, but I continue to say that climate change would probably be the most relevant.
7: Yeah, we have we have entire organizations dedicated to ensuring that when we develop AI, we are extremely careful to ensure it is safe before we give it even the slightest amount of power over anything.
1: Okay. That's time. In the first instance, like saying that there are innovations in the field, I don't. That doesn't support the point at all. I don't know what that means because what that means to me is that we get the AI is getting more advanced, which would stra- essentially make the threat more prominent. It wouldn't mitigate it. And what Nana said about us having a bunch of organizations that are dedicated to, I don't know, establishing like ground rules that will bind it before we give it any control of anything, like. This all assumes that the AI that you end up making, that you do want to put in charge of it, isn't clever enough to figure a way around your rules. Because humans have been constructing rules for each other for centuries, and we're very good actually at constructing ways to get around them, believe it or not. That's what being intelligent means, is that you have a dynamic attitude to the world. So when your goal is compromised by the material conditions of your existence, you come up with a way to overcome them. So I don't mean. I mean, you're essentially just assuming that humans, in in total, like humans working together, would be smarter than a super smart AI. That that just seems absurd in my mind. Um, <clears throat> there's one other thing I wanted to say, but I can't remember it. So, hi, do you have anything to add?
6: Um, there there was one more thing I wanted to add. Um, the uh, climate change cannot be the greatest threat to uh, human existence um if you look for example at COVID 19 which was i would say uh, quite mild not not mild but it wasn't too much of a harsh disease or virus or whatever um and it was extremely you know out of nowhere and we saw how people reacted in the west um you know white set panic and such so I, I don't think we can say that climate change is the greatest threat something as as not as violent as COVID nineteen because there was a lot more dangerous viruses uh, in the past. As um, rise tensions like crazy, um, so I don't think it is. It makes sense to say that climate change is the greatest threat because it really isn't.
1: How much time do we have left? Two minutes. There you oh, go. That's it <laughs> Damn it. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, so I just want to say that like once Nano's team. Uh, does there has their two minutes. Then we are gonna give each team two minutes to do their closing statements because we're coming towards the end of the time allocated for this yeah. argument. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Nanos team, do you have everybody? Okay.
7: So to address that that point, um, like while I do agree that it is possible that some new threat that we are completely unaware of today could surface. Um and we we should try and take precautions where possible to try and prevent such a thing from having widespread consequences around the globe um given if we if we just examine all of the current threats that we are aware of today i feel like there that the risk of climate change just exceeds all the others and um it, to, to address your point about having to humans having to be like smarter than the AI in order to prevent it taking over um, my my whole point originally about that was not that we have to like outsmart the AI it's more that like before the AI is even put into place you have to be like very sure that it is contained and in such a way that it is, like basically physically impossible for it to escape such a containment like if, if it is like not connected to anything besides what it is doing if it is has like a method of being di- like disabled um like you if we we are aware of the risks and we we build safety mechanisms into the system itself like that we we currently do that even even with like guy that is not some kind of existential threat and so I'm, i don't see why we would stop doing that going forward
2: uh how much time do they have astra
3: it's got about 25 seconds and i'm going to use that to reply to in sync okay I do not believe that you could use the argument that innovations in the field uh, does not constitute a sufficient enough argument to say that AI would not become a significant threat to humanity in the long term. Um, when you said that innovations in the field relevant to the capture of various emissions in the atmosphere would also would uh, would be done to prevent uh, man-made climate change from becoming an issue in the in the uh, long-term future as
2: well. Mm okay so hang on hang on this is the start of the closing statements so each side gets two minutes right so so we start with this team and then we move on to anna's team Mm
1: -hmm. okay let's go i'm just gonna think for a sec gather my thoughts
2: okay that's fine just whenever you're ready
1: we'll start the time you said
3: you wanted to start right in sync
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah
3: it's a three minute period right
2: Mm, no Two minutes minutes.
1: from when they start. I reckon it should be, because there's three members on each team, come on.
2: Fine, three minutes.
1: What's up? Insane trying to change the rules.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking mod abuse. Yeah,
1: okay, so just to address the thing that uh, Astra said about innovations in the field, like the thing is the innovations in the field, which is to say, making the AI better. That's not the same thing as coming up with ways to constrain what we don't understand about it, which is what it would turn into. Whereas we understand a lot about what climate change would turn into. We're pretty aware of that. We just don't do anything about it. Um, So, uh, Nana said something about humans like being like super cautious before ever putting it into a into a position of power i really just think that you are overestimating how cautious humans are with this kind of thing and how i don't know prepared for something that could think outside our boxes we would be i don't think that makes any sense like it, it just doesn't yeah, it doesn't fly for me. So just quickly to uh, examine the actual motion, right? It's about the greatest threat to human existence, right? So the survival of humans. It seems to me that anything that is gradual and incremental is always going to be less of a threat than something that's immediate. And there are many things, many of them unknown, that could happen to us. I mean, there's an idea called the Great Filter, which is essentially the idea that the only reason we've never met any intelligent life before is because there's some kind of event that always wipes them out before they get to a spacefaring stage. right? Um so one one example is a huge fucking meteor. And that that's just one example of something immediate and critical that could happen to obliterate life on Earth, and that kind of imminent threat, I think, will always be more of a threat to human existence than any kind of gradual incremental threat.
4: Yeah, well I, did you want to say ask me to
3: say when there was only yep. a minute left? There there is only about
6: 25
3: seconds
1: left okay, wants uh, to
4: allow them to speak
1: longer I am sorry hi
4: life goes on
6: uh, uh, I'll speed through this very quickly um, we're, we're, I forgot to say earlier about with COVID-19 when I meant to attention to the West I especially meant uh, mental health um, I think mental health would be a more greater to human existence than climate change it's growing faster and it's a lot more deadly um, right now uh, depression um, everything that has to relate to mental health.
4: That is one of the arguments that I also proposed. I said that, uh, you know, if we are looking at, Nano said that if we look at the refugee crisis, it's going to increase global tensions and uh, increase the risk of nuclear threat. I proposed, you know, human greed, mental instability, these types of things in human nature would also be seen as the largest thing. I mean, we could say that human consciousness prevented these things in the past, but I think that I described very succinctly earlier that the conditions of global tensions are increasing. There's going to be more superpowers. These uh, cases are going to be disanalogous to the Cold War. And when somebody in that mental unstable state has the button, there are more Likely to press it than uh, the conscious individuals that have prevented our apocalypse narrowly previously. That's two minutes.
2: Okay, so Nana's team closing statements. We're gonna try to keep like everybody making the statement like one minute. If someone on the team doesn't want to make a statement, then their team members can eat up their time. Okay.
7: Okay. So quick, just real quick address. Vikas's statement to the point about mental health. I think that is so abstracted away that, like, you could take it one step further and say the passage of time is the greatest threat to humanity. Um, and so, like, I, I, I think that it makes more sense to look at tangible, real-world consequences of actions rather than the abstract, like, the most abstract causes of those. Um, to address oh, what, what was Instinct's point.
2: I think
7: you said something about the great filter. Yeah, I said the great filter. I said anything In terms of like some uh, immediate threat to humans that we don't have time to react to. Like, yes, it is possible Um, of the ones that we have listed today. I don't think that they are a greater threat overall than climate change. Like when when you're doing a risk, a risk analysis of a situation, like you, you sort of like say, okay, like what is the severity of the risk? versus the probability, right? Like yes, it is possible that like a giant gamma ray burst or something from a star far away could like pass through the earth and just vaporize all of the cells in all of the life on earth. Like that is a possibility. That's, but what what is the probability of that occurring? And I think that you need to take the probability into account when like determining what is the greatest threat. And I, I think that the probability that climate change is going to continue is basically 100% unless we completely invert the human way of life tomorrow. How much time
2: do they have left, Pastor?
7: Uh,
3: total left is about 30, 35 seconds. I thought you said one minute per person in closing statements. Or yeah, I mean, right.
2: yeah, Am I mean, I they wrong? get three minutes, they get they get three minutes total. So ideally, it would be one minute each person, right. But, right. um, yeah, but so since that, we have like about 25 seconds left, um, Lobo. Oh, no, they say, if if uh, there's
3: three minutes in total, they have about a minute and 35 seconds left.
2: Okay, they I, have a minute and 35 seconds left. So I, I just want to add, two, two,
5: that, I just want to add that the probability or, or I, I agree that the a nuclear war a nuclear bomb nuclear. or a, or an alien invasion is more more deadly but I don't think it's too probable too probable uh, within the next 100 years because in the case of the meteorite the the, the deadliest meteorite in the next hundred years is called i think it's called apophis. And it has a probability of one over fifty-five thousand to to hit the the Earth. So uh, I think we can discard that.
2: Okay. Um. Uh. Kite. Did you want to say anything?
3: You have about fifty seconds.
0: No
6: pressure.
2: <laughs> wow. Um, if you want to take a, a few seconds to think, that's fine. If uh, Nana wants to I'll say something the in the remaining 50 seconds, before...
7: this is Just a, a quick point. Of I'll all of the time. The... To oh, sorry. You go. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, of, of all of the the alternative threats that have been raised i think that ai probably is the biggest one but given that the question like if the question was what is the greatest threat to humans in the next 200 years i would probably say ai but in the next hundred i don't think that ai will be in a position to wipe out the species either intentionally or unintentionally within the next hundred years
2: okay um kate did you still want to say
8: anything Yes. Okay.
3: You got 30 seconds.
8: Uh, Basically, just that in the scope of geoengineering, which I mentioned before, that there are many different options we could pursue, but for obvious reasons, most of the options that we have available to us now that we already know about would be temporary solutions. They would buy us time, they would not permanently fix it.
5: All right.
2: Well, I think that's a wrap on this topic. So in the text chat, I'm going to post a poll so that um, everybody who is in this voice chat who has been observing this debate can vote on who they think did a better job on the topic. So you vote by reacting to the emojis corresponding to the position. I have put down people's names um, next to what what position they were representing. Okay, so I'm going to post the poll. And once that poll is done, we're going to move on to the next topic, which is marriage privatization. So if you want to debate that, please post that in the text chat. Okay, so I'm going to post the poll now. Yes, you can vote for your own team. Well, I already put it here. So it's okay. Yeah, but it'll get hidden. It'll get hidden. I'll, pin, I'll I'll pin, it'll it, pin it. it. Don't worry. Fine on! You can- you can vote for your own team. Come on. <laughs> at least vote for your own team. What
1: is this? <laughs> oh shit, bro! <laughs> Look at that fucking poll!
3: I think it would be a better idea if there were like a separate chat that no one could post in except for staff, so then the poll wouldn't be hidden as more people talk in the chat.
1: I'll pin it on That's me. what I said about information,
2: motherfucker! <laughs> Come on, yes team, vote for your own team. What's what's wrong with you guys?
1: <laughs> That's where they got all their votes.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's me. <laughs> oh my god, it's me. It's me. It's, me. it's Lobo. It's Epic. Voting for oh there you go.
4: Let's
2: see, Nano Epic Lobo. Sad. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna pin that result. Okay, so we have about like five to ten minutes uh, for the next topic to start, and I'm just gonna post that post that topic again in the text chat so that um, people can start reacting to it if they wanna debate it. Okay.
3: If we've got about five or 10 minutes to start, I want to respond to something that Insync said.
2: Yeah, go for it.
3: Insync, one of the criticisms that you levied towards me was based on a misinterpretation of what you believed I said. When I said innovations in the field relevant to AI, I wasn't talking about innovations in the field to make AI better. I was talking about innovations that would be relevant to us being able to have a, a greater understanding of AI and possibly being able to put shackles on it such that it would not be in a situation where it could. Uh, usurp humanity and pose a significant threat to us. You saying that innovations in the field is basically me saying making AI better is like me saying innovations in the field with regard to you saying that we would be able to use our experience and ingenuity to better trap um, emissions in the atmosphere simply refers to us being able to uh, increase production such that we would be able to throw more emissions in the atmosphere.
1: <laughs> um Okay, so what was the thing you said again? Could you just repeat it for me?
3: I said that innovations in the field of AI, and yeah, specifically exactly this, is relevant it. to shackles that we would put on yeah. it such that I we would be able to. I
1: just, I just don't buy that. There's a kind of like recursion problem where you get to the brink of an AI that can teach itself things you didn't teach it how to learn, and at that point, I don't know what kind of shackles would work. Like, That seems like a nonsense idea to me that you could shackle something that could outwit you. It doesn't work like that.
3: Sure. And this is why I wouldn't use groups such as Alphabet as an example of where AI development could take us that is ethical because Alphabet, for example, Google's parent company, has developed AI that is capable of self-correction and being able to teach itself new things. I would use an example of various examples such as Elon Musk's Neuralink, which is for ethical development of AI such that we would be able to... Which the entire thing is based on starting with the shackles and building the AI around that to ensure it cannot
1: break out of this. I mean, I agree with you that we should do that kind of thing more. But like, there's no, there is no law preventing Google from doing their thing, and all it takes is one. It's just, it only takes one.
7: Also, the on the, topic of the Alphabet thing. I, does Does anyone else know that in 2018 when um they restructured it under the ownership of Alphabet. They removed Don't Be Evil from the motto.
6: Yes.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs>
3: they have not had Don't Be Evil as their motto for a couple of years now.
1: That's crazy, bro. <laughs> like, that—that's that's conspiracy material right there.
3: <laughs> I'm sure that someone's come up with something.